Hey everyone, this is Let's Get Practical with Daryl Girardier, and today we're talking about the four skills you need to succeed as a church communicator. Let's do this. Welcome to Let's Get Practical. This podcast is about church communications from a practical standpoint. It's about what works and what doesn't. It's about helping you cut through all the clutter and noise and getting straight to the point. And today we're getting straight to the point about the four skills you need to succeed as a church communicator. You know, when I look back at my career path and how I got here, uh, I, I try to think, okay, what were the skill sets I developed? How did I get to where I'm at and where to, what the skill sets that I need to develop to get where I want to go? And when I look back at that, it was kind of funny. I started to realize that the skill sets I think I developed to get where I'm at are not necessarily technical skill sets. And the places where I need to go aren't really going to be technical skill sets, which is kind of funny because I would think for a lot of us, we probably would assume to be a great church communicator, you have to have like this deep set of technical skills, whether it's understanding how Photoshop works or Adobe After Effects, or you got to be really good at using um, Planning Center. You have to have these deep set of technical knowledge about certain things, operate a soundboard, video camera, whatever that is. I think there's an assumption that those are the things you've got to be really good at to be a really successful church communicator. But as I look back, I realize those really aren't the things. And when I look back at people who I admire and people who I believe have succeeded in in what they do, I find that it's not about the technical, but it's about these four things that they just tend to do really, really well that are technical, but are leadership traits, character traits, or just skill sets that they've just developed over time that I think has helped them succeed as a church communicator. So here we go. Here are the four skills that I think you need to succeed as a church communicator. Skill number one, you need to have the ability to manage the micro and the macro. And what I mean by that is you need to have the ability to understand how small decisions are going to affect larger ones. So If you're dealing with a logo, you need to understand by why, if you change that color here, how's that going to affect everything down the road with other logos and other brands and things you're creating? Uh, You need to be able to manage a Sunday, what's coming up this Sunday, but also be thinking about what's going to be coming 12 Sundays down the road, i.e. like Christmas. So you got to be thinking, hey, I'm in the middle of summer, but you know what? Christmas is not that far down the road. So you have to think in the micro and the macro all at the same time. You have to balance the two and understand the importance between the two, which are the things that really may be urgent but not important, what's urgent and really important, what's not seemingly urgent, but at the end of the day is going to be important. And what's really not urgent, what's really not important for that matter. You have to kind of balance all those things in the micro and the macro. And the really great successful church communicators can actually do both. They can balance the micro and the macro at the same time. Number two, you need to be flexible in the moment. If you've ever been a part of a church staff that is like most church staffs I know, you know that Sunday is probably the one of the most chaotic days of the week because everything you've got planned is executed and just everything that can go wrong will go wrong. And that's just the nature of a Sunday morning. So you have to be very flexible in that moment. You have to be quick enough to say, hey, you know what? That thing doesn't matter, but that thing matters. So we got to get that thing fixed. I'm not going to worry about this. I'm going to be flexible in the moment. I'm not going to be so rigid by which I've got, I tell people you have to do these things this way. I have to understand that certain things I'm just going to have to let go. You have to develop that, that radar that says, you know, this may seem on a scale of one to 10 and 10 being super important. The reality of it is it's in my mind, it's a seven, but reality is it's probably a two or a three. I got to let that go. You have to be flexible in those moments. And that can be hard for some of us as we spend a lot of our waking hours 
planning, dreaming, thinking through these things. And when something doesn't go just right, we we kind of want to just grab control of the situation and try to force it to work. When the reality of it is, is just by being flexible and letting go, we probably would end up being better for it and be a better leader for it in the long run as well. So you've got to be flexible in the moment. Number three, you need to understand the basic craft of story. One of the things as a church communicator is 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 that you need to understand is that you're really about crafting stories. That's what you do. Uh, whether it is you're creating a website, whether it is you're creating a video, you're doing a podcast, you're telling a story. And so you need to understand the basic elements of storytelling. You need to understand conflict, a protagonist, an antagonist. You need to understand how a story is shaped and how you want that story to move along and then how you want that story to resolve. Too often, we are really good about creating one part of a story, but not the whole story. And so we create websites or we create social media campaign or social media content that tells one part of the story, but not the whole thing. And so we want to make sure that we're cohesive, stellar storytellers, that we actually understand how to craft an entire story. So if that's something you're weak at, you need to look at how storytelling works, get some books on that and understand how stories are crafted. You know, how, how are movies crafted? How is a plot designed? And if you can do that, then, you know, you can then become a much better storyteller in the long run. One resource for that is uh, actually plot devices. If you had a, just a Google plot devices, Seth Worley, he's got a whole course on how to craft stories, how to tell stories and how do you plot them out? And you can use his model that he uses actually to plot out movie scripts. You can use it for practically anything. And I think it's worth doing. So check out plot devices. Just, uh, I'll put the show, I'll put the link in the show notes, but plot devices with Seth Worley is a really good resource for that. Number four, you have to be comfortable with incongruence. You've got to be comfortable with the fact that not everything is going to be perfect all the time. If you remember last episode, I talked about you being an air traffic controller. You you see things when seeing things land. You see things when see things when they take off. You see everything that goes right, everything that goes wrong. Um, and when you see all of this, there are moments when you're going to say that doesn't line up. That logo is not quite right. That thing over there, that shade of blue is not the shade of blue. It's supposed to be that video didn't play at the right moment. You're going to see a lot of those things. And what you've got to do, and this goes back to the micro versus macro, you've got to be able to pull back and say, does that really matter in the moment? And if it really doesn't matter in the moment, you've got to let it go. So you've got to be okay with in your mind, having things not be perfectly lined up. Now you may get them lined up down the road. Um, you, it may be one of those things where you have to incremental, incrementally get things where they need to be, and you have to understand they can't all be there on day one. But the reality of it is, is you have to take a step back and say, okay, what's the long vision? What's the long goal? And does this really matter right now here in the moment? If you keep that long-term vision in mind, the little incongruences won't matter to you so much because you are keeping the long, you've got a long range plan for how you're going to get there. So you kind of have to, you know, again, balance the micro and the macro at the same time, but you got to be comfortable with it. I find myself often having to be comfortable with things that aren't quite perfect, not quite where I want them to be, but understand uh, if I tried to do everything that was slightly off or incongruent, if I tried to fix everything at the same time, I would one burn out um, and I would have no time for myself or my family or anybody else for that matter, because I would be too busy trying to whack a mole, trying to solve all the problems. So I have to be okay with 
things not being absolutely perfect, having slight incongruencies, and knowing that in the long term, slowly but surely, we'll get things where they need to be. It's not going to happen today. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It may happen weeks down the road, but we're going to get there. I just want to make sure that we do it in a way that's sustainable and a way that kind of preserves your health, your mental, spiritual health down the road as well. So those are the four things that I think skills, if you will, that I think you need to succeed as a church communicator. Just to recap, that's balancing the micro versus the macro, being flexible in the moment, understanding basic craft of story, and being comfortable with the incongruence of the job, which happens for us on a day-to-day basis. So I believe if you develop those four skill sets, I believe you're going to become a better church communicator for it. And I think your church will benefit from you developing those skills as well. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Let's Get Practical. I really appreciate it. If you do me a huge favor, if you would leave a rating on iTunes, I'd love that. Or you can hit subscribe as well in your favorite podcasting app. I would also think that would be really cool if you did that. Until next week, I'll talk to you guys. Take care. Bye.